and welcome to our very next episode of Her Creative Hustle. My name's Elska. On today's podcast, we are on location, Corumban. You can hear the birds. Guarantee that we're going to hear a plane go past and some trucks. So uh, we're bringing the real life to you today. I'm with a woman who is the epitome of hustling creatively. She has done every job you can think of in terms of uh, creative performance. She's been a musician, an artist liaison, an event producer, a dancer, music video creative producer, and she runs her own killer company called Killer Creative where she brings to life insane theatrical-themed events and she's self-proclaimed to have a creative mind that does not turn off. Ladies and gents, it's Michelle (laughs) Barnes. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me here today in this horrible location on the Gold Coast (laughs) that we have. It's tough. Amongst your crazy, busy schedule that just doesn't cease ever i don't think you sleep i'm pretty sure you're just a vampire who's awake 24 7 concocting these incredible ideas in your brain let's go back to the very very beginning if you can remember growing up as a kid and your childhood and where that creativity sort of started for you it was definitely uh dancing i started when I was around four and obviously that uh, has a lot of music involved, costumes involved, you know, makeup, all of that sort of stuff that that, uh, I found really exciting as a little girl and I guess just watching my mum staying up very, very late sewing tutus and, and amazing costumes and things, I guess I just loved all of that pretty glitzy stunning sort of stuff as a little girl and I guess that then went over to um, making my own uh, little costumes on the side which was with one of my close girlfriends at the time we're probably around six I think and we were little dancing buddies we started making our dolls some pretty special outfits Uh, we learned how to sew pretty quickly and it was non-stop we would just be like so excited to get home from school and and get into that designing and and putting costumes on so I think first firstly I probably thought I wanted to be a fashion designer and it is still something I have a very strong passion for but I think now that's kind of crossed over into very fashionable costume design and and look I've, I've got quite a few uh glue gun injuries currently at the moment <laughs> <laughs> and uh look my my little girls definitely uh their christmas concert this year they they certainly were um quite out there with their with their costumes mum doesn't tend to turn off even with the kids costumes <laughs> they're very out there do they jeopardize the bedrooms so you have a costumes of bedrooms or a whole house of bedrooms oh honestly kids just sleep on the floor oh, <laughs> kidding, no, my, no don't <laughs> don't even talk to my husband he's so done <laughs> there are definitely look i am a hit though when friends are having costume parties let's just say <laughs> you're designing costumes for your for your dolls when you're a kid mm. and then you had this um dance life and music life and were drawn to music artists that were like really yeah um, look and it started very young I think I would have been about five and um, I had a really actually really broad cross-section of different artists Bing Crosby was actually one which I just remembered which was really random but I think it's that old school kind of classic entertainment of tap dancing and classic costumes but then there was David Bowie who was a real obsession at the time uh, and I think that sort of level of makeup 
costume, really interesting lyrical content and music videos. I just remember getting up at the crack of dawn just to wait for his music video for Ashes to Ashes to come on. Just because for some reason I was just drawn and, and quite obsessed with it, as I was with Madonna Michael Jackson, just those really, like, they just kept reinventing and each time, you know, Madonna would have a different look and a different sound and I'm just like, that reinvention, I guess, really appealed to me. I never got bored with them. I think I'm a bit of a restless person and I get bored quite easy. So I think I too found that need to keep reinventing or, or um, you know, creating consistently. And at school, you uh, did you dabble in creativity at school? Like in Definitely, high school? I did. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, all of the creative arts. So I did um, visual arts. I did music. I did drama. There was definitely a massive um, drawing to those those industries, and I was actually probably almost talked out of it because I did really well academically as well. So you had a push into a different career. Totally not creative. Totally different. So, yeah, like I think it was grade 11. I remember having a big meeting with our um, careers advisor at school and we were talking about my grades and my future and and they definitely said I should be doing something really strong with, with my academic. And so I ended up leaving school and starting law. Right. Yes. <laughs> not no. dazzling at all. And look, that that was only about a two-year stint, and I do recall a conversation with one of my tutors because I was, I guess, being my usual expressive self and, and having a laugh at time to time, and he just sort of said, Michelle, I just don't think you're cut out for this. I just think this industry is going to eat you alive. So I had a really big think about it and thought, I'm going to take – six months off and have a really big hard think about this and so came for a bit of a holiday to the Gold Coast from Sydney. Thought "Mm, I might just get a little job for six months and uh, saw an ad in the paper for Movie World and thought oh I can go back to my roots, go back to a bit of singing and dancing and acting and eight and a half years later I, um, I left so that was amazing. You were there for eight years at Movie World what happened after that? I sort of went overseas a few times on a few little short contracts just to perform over there for some big sort of companies who then loved what they saw and said, hey, you know, look, we've got some other shows that we've got coming up. We need some ideas, some creative ideas. Can you help us? You seem to be someone that is putting all this together. And and, um, I said, sure, like, let's have a look at it. And um, that then led to working with some really big companies actually like I still recall one of my favorite events was um working with the head of Disney on a on an event where we decided it would be like a rock star kind of theme and we had you know everyone making their own music videos and that's when I went oh my goodness I love this this is so great and a normally really dull environment they're finding this exciting and they're ready to learn and listen and yeah I guess that's where I I sort of saw a little niche and window of making the usual boring event come to life a little bit more I guess. I'm sure you've got plenty of stories actually in fact (laughs) I know you have plenty of stories. What are some of the craziest things then that you've done or just some like really memorable quirky crazy things? I guess you know the the creative side of things led me to to working in event production as well um, which I absolutely loved and I worked as a full-time event producer for sort of eight to ten years really Um, and as part of that I had to do some pretty crazy things which was a lot of fun but from a creative side of things uh, I had briefs to 
deck out uh, incredible event spaces and I guess VIP spaces for some pretty impressive people. I won't mention any names. I don't want to give away their secrets. <laughs> no name dropping <laughs> no here. No name dropping. No, no name dropping. But uh, let's just say, uh, look, once I had to do a, um, a VIP space for a, a very well-known rapper, um, some of the requests were, you know, must have gold throne, must have four <laughs> by four lockable room with no roof uh, for various things oh going on inside that room. Uh, so that was that was really fun. And that space just looked absolutely crazy. It was so amazing. Um, better than, you know, most big, huge events just for his little VIP space. So among all the crazy requests that you've uh, dealt with over the years, have there been times when you have been pushed to maybe deliver or requested to create something that you're not comfortable doing or that you feel doesn't align with your brand and staying true to yourself and, you know, that balance of needing money and paying bills and and creating what you believe in? Mm, Yeah, absolutely. I think the hardest thing about being a business owner in a creative industry is you do need to pay those bills and I have a family and I'm always very, very conscious of that. But I do have a very strong vision, I guess, of, of what I love to create. And um, I do stay very strong to that. You know, that's where you can support other companies too, in a way of, look, this might not be something that I want to do, but this company would probably be way better aligned for you. But uh, I definitely do very much believe in staying staying true to my brand. And that is, I love that really sort of beautiful avant-garde style event. So I've been asked many times to do, for example, really Vegas style things. It's not me. So your love of avant-garde theatrics stems from your childhood? I definitely think so. I think any of my really strong creative ideas always tend to come back to the things that really uh, were special to me as a child. So one of the biggest things was Alice in Wonderland for me as a young girl. And I feel like a lot of that love for that avant-garde look and world stems from some of those really imaginative, creative stories that I absolutely loved. So I would say for sure I go back to that childhood sort of time. So for you, it's bigger than just pulling some costumes together and creating some choreography and chucking a musician in and making it, calling it Mm. what it is. I know that there's like a story that will run through Mm. everything that you do. So in a way, you're almost like this live form visual artist who's <laughs> manipulating for the mm. lack of a better word this whole production essentially mm. is what it is to create this mm. incredible night or event yeah I come from an angle that's probably not just I'm quite a realist actually and probably that academic side I stop and I talk to my clients and I really want to understand what they're trying to achieve by this night or this performance and I guess it could be is it a launching of a new brand coming up and they want to sort of create a little bit of mystery around that or is it that they just want to really entertain people this year because they've had a really you know average year and everyone's a bit flat and they need something to really make them feel inspired again so I guess I sit and talk to my clients and really get that strong brief of what am I trying to achieve here and that's where that story comes from so like those couple of examples you know if if that's where we're heading then I will stop and think okay I need to find that perfect musical piece that's going to capture 
that exact message. And then I need to find, is it incorporating color that's, that creates an emotion or a mood? Is it just as simple as I need it just to look absolutely visually beautiful because that's all they're really after. Um, so it is, it's, it's all of those little pieces that I find and grab from talking to my clients and research and so forth. And then I'll put it all together to tell the story that is that point of having that performance in that show or that event uh, for those people that are attending. How do you teach someone to do that creativity with your mind and that's just it I wish you could (laughs) I'd be sleeping a lot more if you could I think it's a case of some of us are just wired differently to others and um, some of us are really amazing at being logical and analytical and some of us are just really great at, at coming up with these really quirky ideas that other people just go where how did you come up with that you know and I think that's just the the beauty and the mystery of us as human beings is we're just not all the same and I guess I can't teach someone how my brain works but I can potentially inspire people I guess if that's the case of just look this is the way my brain thinks doesn't mean you can't achieve just as amazing result with with a different uh, approach to, to thinking and and putting it all together I know so many people in the same industry as myself work so incredibly differently but still get an absolutely beautiful result so I guess it's listening to your your clients and the point really finding the point of why you want to achieve this and why this performance is here and and just really doing the groundwork not just oh I'm just going to chuck this here and do this here and whatever it'll look pretty and and that'll be great it's really let's let's get an emotion behind this or let's really get a point to this just like writing a song or making a garment it's like how do I want this person to feel when they hear this song how do I want this person to feel when they wear this dress you know it's it's super important it's the whole purpose as to why we do things I think you have a creative husband (laughs) you have kids yes how do you manage to balance life with two extremely busy creative careers Mm. it's all going crazy all at one Mm. time and you know how is the juggle the juggle yes the juggle well I'm really fortunate in that in the last 12 months um, I did make the move to go out completely on my own uh, and do killer creative full-time I was working uh, as a full-time event producer and doing the entertainment I guess it was then more of a sideline, which was, you can only imagine it was like double, double the pain of, of having a day job plus doing doing the creative as well. We're really lucky in that we both now have our own businesses that we work from home. So it's a case of, okay, who's doing school pickups today? You do, okay, I'll do drop-offs, you do pickups, you know, and, and really arranging meetings around that. Um, my husband's away a lot which is really challenging and we don't have family super close to us so it does make it very challenging we have an amazing babysitter who does do a couple of school pickups a week uh, which definitely helps Uh, we've got an amazing understanding in our relationship we were best friends before we got together and I guess that really helps because the romance is sort of (laughs) you know we we kind of understand that the partnership and the friendship is actually what binds us and holds us together and then the romance you know it comes when when we can find find two minutes to actually (laughs) see each other when we're not tag teaming literally like okay you're up you're it Uh, but it is I've got to say it is the most challenging part 
of being in this industry because I have two girls and I, I feel like they have learned so much from seeing their mum be as equally important in the career stakes as their dad. Being a mum, I'm there for their school concerts, I'm making their costumes for their concerts, I'm there, you know, and daddies as well. And I feel like that beautiful balance has been amazing for them in that they can do whatever they want to do if that be on their own or if they are in a relationship um, down the track that it can be a really beautiful even spread. I think it's so, I mean, for me, like personally too, coming back to music after being in a, a traditional nine to five job and my kids are six and three, they're in an age now, they can see that their mum is doing work that makes you happy, essentially. Yes, yes. Makes your soul happy if we want yes. to get a bit hippie about it all. Yeah. But you don't have to go off to an office and do it they see me as the norm as their mum up on stage yeah playing music is normal for them yes that makes me so happy to know that that's how maybe the first memories that my kids will have Mm. when they're older is that that's what their mum did and that's what she does for work and that it can be taken seriously because for so much there's so much pressures external pressures self pressures and boundaries that we place upon ourselves especially as women and especially as mothers that you can do this and you can't do that and you have to do this and you have to do that and oh no you can't do that and it's okay for you know the guys to go off and have a rock star career and still be a dad and whatever and that's totally fine but you know oh you're the mother you need to be at home and you need to do this and I think we're lucky that we have the opportunity to do so much because you know X many years ago, we only had the chance to maybe women just could be at home and they mm. couldn't have it all. Yes. Now we've got it all, but we're trying to juggle it all at the same yes. time. Yes. And can balance everything equally, like you said, giving mm. the time and putting the phone down and being present yeah. with your kids to do whatever it is that they want to do. Yeah. Because you are on the hustle consistently. You are, you can't, unfortunately, with these type of industries, you can't for one minute take your foot off the pedal because there's so many upcoming, amazing, talented people just ready with their foot down. So if you take your foot off too much, you get lost and it's, it's forever evolving and you, you lose touch a little bit. So you have to stay really current and really present in your career also. And I think the other challenging thing, as much as we are in an industry that makes us happy, we're also extremely emotionally invested in that industry as well. So when the little setbacks happen, versus maybe if you're you know working in an office and you you make you a little mistake or something it, you yeah. just go home and you yeah. walk away but if something happens and you release a song or you release a creative product that people start you know i guess saying oh i really don't like that because it's so subjective creativity is so subjective to opinion and oh i can't stand that song it's horrible or oh or this or this or this you have put in so much of your soul to that product that when that isn't received the way that you want it to be received that can hurt that can have you like really flat and down which can be the equal challenge of those moments that just make us so incredibly happy which is most of the time thank goodness but there are those moments of you know genuine emotional trauma because (laughs) it hasn't been received the way that you hope so I guess that's another side of it that can be very consuming as well so future aspirations we're in a new year one could say you've done it all what is there left 
<laughs> to do maybe you go I'm just getting started yeah oh that's how I feel I feel like um, a lot of what I do is is I guess quite private in that select clients that do these things that are very closed doors so I feel like it's time to try and get out there on more of a, a public forum it might be something as simple as getting an incredible act or concept on the steps of the opera house or I don't know like as simple as even in my local area you know like some incredible piece up on Burley Hill for example just an installation that people walk past and just go oh my goodness what is going on here you do like a flash mob Have yeah, you ever yeah. Done flash mobs? oh yes that, oh. have done a flash mob yes for <laughs> sure but no I think it's more I, I feel like I want to really branch out and get outside of just that really private space and start doing things in more of a public forum and I think yes you're right I feel like I'm only just getting started to be honest Michelle Barnes, before we finish, I have a pretty heavy-weighted question to ask you to finish off the interview. Are you ready for this? Oh, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Toilet paper roll, over or under? Oh, it's so over. (laughs) It's 100% over. Is is this even a thing? Really? People really go under apart from my five-year-old daughter? Is that a a thing? That's it. Wow. um, We're done. Thank you so much for chatting with me on her creative hustle watch this space from michelle barnes she's incredible incredible woman and a wonderful woman to look up to uh, in this career of creative hustling and that's a wrap thank you so much